I've been driving in the Philippines for, for as much as I can remember. And, and there's, a, there's a rule of thumb that was said in, the, in that movie, in driving. Do you know the rule of thumb in driving? What? The, 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 the rules that will guard you in everything that you do. Expect the unexpected. That's the rule of thumb in safety driving, according to that video. Yeah. And these Christians, not, not, only, not only do these old Christians can digest solid food, but they can discern between what is right and wrong. Unbelievable, right? How can you not discern what is right and from wrong? Hello? <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs> okay. How can you not discern from right between from right and wrong? It's, it's, it's hard to believe. A person, an older guy, or with uh, attending a church <coughs> will just will just say I, I don't know if that's right or wrong you know but you know what this is true in our time time today I know Christians who abandon their faith and embrace what the world is offering I know pastors who twisted the, the message of the Bible and became the self-proclaimed God. I know a pastor who, who was good in, in preaching, good-looking, he's good in singing, and when he came here, he became somebody else. He became a she. <laughs> and we, we saw his... Uh, did I say it wrong? They, she, uh, she, she to learn. He became a... Uh, a homosexual and we saw his uh, we saw his uh, picture he was he was in the parade in New York and oh that's disgusting I saw his picture I wish I didn't see it that, that day but I'm not judging the person I don't hate the person I hate the scene In Romans chapter 1, verse 28 and 32 says, When they refused to acknowledge God, He abandoned them to their evil minds and let them do things that should never be done. Their lives became full of every kind of wickedness, sin, greed, hate, envy, murder, fighting, deception, malicious behavior, and gossip. They are backstabbers, haters of God, insolent, proud, and boastful. They are forever inventing new ways of sinning. Oh, 
they always discover new, new ways to sing. They are scientists of singing and disobedient to their parents. They refuse to understand, understand, break their promises, and are heartless and unforgiving. They are fully aware of God's death penalty. They know God, but still, for, for those who do these things, yet they go right ahead and do them anyway. And worse yet, they encourage others to do them too. They're not only discerning what is right and what is from, from what is right from what is wrong, but they are encouraging others to do to do it also. I remember Pastor Lenny's message, the double tongue uh, Christian. I remember the backstabber who just literally stab you at the back. They can say good words in front of you, but you know, you'll say, oh, we, we, are, we are not exempted of this, you know. Uh, I, have, I have this experience, he said, oh, uh, you look so wonderful. I love your, your dress, I love your hair. You're so beautiful. But when that person turns, turns her back, you know, that's awful. <laughs> And these are the people in the church. They always complain. These are the people. You know what? Uh, they say that if you hit a drum with water, it will not sound. The sound is just, you know, slow. But if you hit a drum without a, an empty drum, what is the sound? It's louder. These are the Christians who are not doing, who are not helping the church, who are not representing Christ, but they, they just keep on complaining. The pastor did not visit us today. The, the pastor did not say my name. The pastor did not smile. The, the pastor is not wearing the proper dress. The pastor is they can say the past the, our pastors are handsome you can say praise god for that <laughs> you know, these are the christian who comp, uh, who complains a lot and these are the christian when 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 the message starts you can see them where at the back thank you for that brother <laughs> you know, it, it means that they're not listening to the, to the gospel. And, yeah, you know what? They're listening. <laughs> you know, these are the Christians who just don't do anything. And the question is, you know, how can you complain? It, the, the Christians who don't do anything, who are not busy in the kingdom of God, they can see everything. If you want to know something, ask them. <laughs> In uh, this Christian, the problem they have is that they 
They're not practicing what 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says, that all scriptures is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. If you only read the Bible, if you only allow the Holy Spirit to minister, to talk to you, stop contextualizing or twisting the Word of God. You know, if, if it hurts you, oh, this is not for me. This is for my neighbor or my friend. This is what we do. We don't want God to correct us. But we really need to, to, to open our hearts, to, to, to humble ourselves. I, I don't know if I shared to you my, my mentor. I keep on doing this. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yesterday, I was stung by a bee. We were biking. I was biking with Brother Alteo, and uh, we were uh, doing the 16.3 miles. That's good. We didn't feel any. Uh, we we didn't. We were not tired. But when the the, the beast stung me, oh, it's very, it's very painful. And I I told my wife I've been stung by bees in the Philippines, but it, it never. Like this. <laughs> Your bees here are very different than American citizens. Uh, uh, you know what? I, I praise God it's not like Jollibee. You know, it's big. <laughs> That's very big. It's still itching. I praise God for that bee. And he reminded me of just, you know. Anyway, uh, number four, I, number four, uh, unable to disciple. <coughs> you have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's word. What are, yeah, okay. They've been uh, believers for so long. They've been uh, attending church. They are Christians. And, but if you ask them, are you discipling Christ, uh, people right now? The, their answer probably no. How can you not share God's love to people who don't have the real love? How, can you, how could you not uh, give them the salvation that you have received? If you are a true Christian, a true believer of Christ, you should disciple. If you want this church to die, like most of the churches in North Carolina, I've heard from one of our pastors that he just buried the church. It's, that's the first time I heard you can bury a church in the Philippines. 
we don't have that, but here we have. And it's a reality. If we don't do discipleship, our church will die. What are the reasons why Christians are not into discipleship? First, our lights are off. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 to 16, it says, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others. Let your light shine before others. So that, may, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Turn on the light, brothers. The second one is, we don't walk the talk. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, Be imitators of me as I am of Christ. Someone shared the gospel to you, right? Someone did. You saw how God works in, the, in their lives. That's why you believe Jesus Christ is true because of this person. Because he imitates Jesus Christ. So therefore, I will imitate Jesus Christ also. When I say we don't walk the talk, you say you're a Christian, but your action is not. Let us see, we judge, we judge instead of love. In John chapter 3, uh, chapter 13, verses 34 to 35, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just I have loved you. You are also are to love one another. By this all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. We need to love people, not only in this church, but outside GGCF. We should not... Let's stop putting labels on them. If you see people that uh, first this uh, first this is their first time to be here, let's welcome them as if it is real, as if, uh, uh, as if it is God, Jesus Christ is welcoming them, and let them feel the love that we have in Jesus Christ. We are the perfect love giver in this earth because we experience true love from our Father. He says, He first loved us. And it says, If you are my disciple, you will follow me. Follow Jesus Christ. Okay, and... What was the first uh, mark of spiritual dwarfism? Unable to listen. Second, unable to educate. Number three, unable to discern. I anticipate or discern. And number four, cannot or unable to disciple. Christian with spiritual dwarfism can't what? Can't lead. But we can stop spiritual dwarfism. How can we do this? 
Here are some steps you can do. Go to God in prayer. That is in, in, in John chapter 15, verse 7. It says, But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. Prayer is a worship also to God. Let us not think that prayer is, is just, you know, I can pray in my, my, my own time. Yes, that's good. But it is good also to pray with the other believers. And we have that every 6.30 Tuesday here. We pray for you guys. And I sent email. If you have anything, if you have a prayer request, you can just send it through my email. <clears throat> and number two, read God's word daily. In Acts chapter 17, verse 11, and the people of Berea were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica, and they listened eagerly to Paul's message. They searched the scriptures day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. They search the scriptures day after day. Search the scriptures. See if we are teaching you the wrong doctrine of the gospel. And number three, obey God moment by moment. In John chapter 14 verse 21, says, Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them, and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. Obey God. That's one way we show our love to our, to our Father, to our God. Number four, witness for Christ by your life and words. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 19, Jesus called out to them, <clears throat> Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. And in John chapter 15, verse 8, when you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This, bring, this brings great glory to my Father. So it is true that if you're not producing fruit, you have to ask God why. If you, you don't have the desire to share the gospel, ask the Lord why. Am I really saved, Lord? Do I, have, do, do I have a relationship with you? Or I am just a nominal Christian? Or just a Christian? But in reality, it's just a brand. And number five, trust God for every detail of your life. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you. That's why when Brother Tom decided to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, that's the best medicine you can have. It's true. The best 
medicine that you can give to people who, is, who are struggling from their lives, who are struggling from drugs, who are struggling from, from alcohol? Jesus Christ. Number six, Holy Spirit, allow Him to control and empower your daily life and witness. In Galatians chapter 15, verse 16 and 17, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desire that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intention. Let the Holy Spirit control your life. A controlled, uh, a Holy Spirit controlled life is very effective in sharing the gospel. You don't have to say a word. Just work and do your thing and they will just say, you know what? You're a Christian. One of my patients, I don't know if I shared it to you, he told me, you know what, Chris? You have, I, I, I almost say you have a beautiful eyes. You, you have a peace in your eyes. I know you have a peace in your eyes. I can see it. Really? I, I asked him that. How can you tell? I can see it. They can see it. They can feel it. And one of my patients, I was, I was just passing by through, the, through him and then he just told me. He, he always calls me, he always calls me stranger. Hey, stranger. And then I'll just call him to, hey, stranger. And then this, his question, early in the morning, did you talk to Jesus? Oh, I was sure. And then, on my way here, while driving, that's the best way to talk to Jesus. And he is holding his Bible. And then, I, uh, last week I told him that I, we have a prayer meeting here. And then he said, yeah, uh, last uh, Friday, he asked me again, how was your prayer meeting? Doing great. We, we prayed for our brothers and sisters, and we prayed for, for all our prayer concerns. You know what? I prayed for you. He said that. And I was, oh, really? And then I told him, and right now he's praying for me. Because I told him, I'll be preaching this coming Sunday. And then he said, I will pray for you, brother. I'll pray for you. And in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. We need to witness, brothers and sisters, when you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, the Holy Spirit is in you. You don't have to be afraid of what you will say and what you will not say. You don't have to, to ask the pastor, Pastor, can you come with me because I need to share this, 
this gospel to my friend. No, my friend, you have the Holy Spirit. He will supply you all the words you need. Just rely on Him. Stop spiritual dwarfism. You need to... That's the spiritual growth, actually. G-R-O-W-T-H. I cannot uh, arrange it, but... You have to grow. We need to grow. If we want to stop dwarfism in our lives, in our spiritual life, we need to grow. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, O God. Indeed, Father, in our lives, we have this spiritual dwarfism, O God. This is happening in our church in other churches around the world, O oh God. This is what Satan's, Satan wants us to do, O oh God. He wants us to be dwarf so that we cannot serve you, so that our worship will not uh, a flavoring offering to you, O oh God, will not be acceptable to you, Father. And he wants us to, to believe that the world is right and the Bible is not, God. May this message, Father God, be a wake-up call to us Christians to really reach out, to really give love, to really stand on our faith, O oh God, no matter what <coughs> happens, O oh God. Father God, thank you so much, Father. We know that you are talking to us. We can hear your still, small voice, Father God, calling our name. Go back, go back. You are running away so far. Go back to me. The Lord may be calling you. The reason why you're not discipling, the reason why you're not producing fruit because of the sin, because of this, uh, you don't have a relationship with the Lord, Brother, sister, if, you, if God is talking to you right now, this is the right time for you. Lord, I need you. Lord, I've been a Christian for, for so many years, 10 years, 20 years, from, and until now I don't have disciples. I don't, I don't share the gospel. Lord, something is wrong with me. Lord, you are talking to me. I've been, I have a spiritual dwarfism of God. The reason why I keep on complaining in this church, Father, because of, of that disease, Father. I don't see you, but I see all the mistakes of my brothers and sisters. Father God, I ask for forgiveness. Brothers and sisters, God is waiting for you. Just talk to Him. Tell Him, Lord, I need to grow as your child. I want to produce fruits for you. I want to offer souls for you, O oh Lord. If that's the desire of your heart today, Talk to God. Talk to God. And if you 
of being a Christian for so long, but you feel you're disconnected to God. And you feel that, I think I don't have a relationship, a real relationship with the Lord. And I'm not sure if, if when I die, I don't know if I'm going to heaven or to, to hell. I don't see spiritual fruit in my life. And I, I'm starting to doubt. Brother or sister, I think if you think that way and you, you feel that the Lord is talking to you, that you don't have a real relationship with Him, now is the right time for you to have a relationship with Him before everything becomes too late. Don't wait for that time. Just the simple prayer and you can follow. Lord Jesus, I've been a believer for so many years and I thought I was, but I don't I did not believe you and don't have a relationship with you. Today, Father, I give my life to you and I accept you as my Savior and my God. And today, Father, I just thank you for cleansing my sins, my past, present, and future sins, O Lord. And today, I declare your great love in my life. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will control my life. And I will obey you, Father God. I declare that the work of Satan in my life today, Father, will not take effect, O God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And if you pray that brothers and sisters, the Lord is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. Thank you, Father God, for today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. For you are indeed our Savior. And you are our God. Indeed, you know everything in our lives. You know every secret that we have. You know what we do in that closet. You know what we do in our alone moment, O oh God. And we praise you because of that. Thank you so much, O oh God. Thank you for your warning. Thank you for your, for your word. And I pray for this church, O oh God, you will just use this and GGCF will grow more knowing you and sharing God's love, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Call on the ushers, please, to pass on the uh, bread and the water.